all right, one of these years the draft lottery is going to intrigue Illinois fans. There's going to be a an Illini who will be up for consideration. Scott Ritchie is going to tell us who and when. Now, there's no guarantees because in recruiting there never are, but Illinois is pursuing class of 2023 wing J.J. Taylor as hard as anybody, and he's the next legit star from the state of Illinois. Just be a matter of if he plays college basketball at all. All right, Richie is in his groove because June is an evaluation period. A lot of high school stars in action last weekend. He'll tell you all about that and tell you uh, what's going on with the Illini, including the latest Kofi news in this week's Inside Illini Basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Pia Sports Bar and Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's. Oh, good Monday morning, everyone. Scott Ritchie, across from me, makes it a good Monday morning. For me, Ed Bond, near me, makes it a good Monday morning. I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News. Ritchie, of course, basketball beat writer. Ed Bond, of course, producer, Hall of Famer. Is there a Hall of Fame for podcast producers, Scott Ritchie? I mean, I don't think yet. I mean, podcasts are they're not new, but they're still relatively okay. recent in the the media world, so at some point, probably. All right, considering this is episode 155 of Inside Illini Basketball, that puts Ed in a Hall of Fame. You know Ed is a editor and publisher, do-it-right winner? That's big time, right? A year and a half ago, he was honored for his work with our Cold Case podcast. So he's a national hero, is what I'm trying to say. Well, when he's inducted, you can you know, Maybe introduce I'll, him. Yeah, I'll do that. Hey, we got a lot of basketball to talk to. It's uh, June 21, is that right? Uh, right? Check, yes. And man, <laughs> I, loved, I loved seeing AAU basketball back in the forefront. It was high school basketball over the weekend. Whatever it is. Basketball. Summer, let me rephrase. Summer basketball. Summer basketball. How about that? And it is the first day of summer, so that, okay. that counts. Bloomington Normal was center stage. Yeah, uh, Normal West hosted one of the high school events over the weekend. Uh, Riverside Brookfield, of course, has kind of been the long-time place to be yeah, in June. Uh, this was the 19th annual shootout there. Um, and for the first time, like almost in two years, essentially, college coaches could be back on the road evaluating prospects and the Illinois coaches were. Um, spent a lot of time at both of those two places that we mentioned, and 
handful, more than a handful of new authors have, have come out of that first evaluation period of the, the new recruiting calendar. All right, we'll get into uh, who was doing what in central Illinois. Good to see a bunch of former Illini all now in the coaching ranks getting together for group photos. Love seeing those guys. Yeah, it was strange to see Jarence Howard in a Texas shirt right. with his new job. He left Kansas and Bill Self to join Chris Beard with the Longhorns, um, who are, are still recruiting high school players, it seems, even though they've landed basically every like elite transfer, it seems like, in, in the portal. But, uh, yeah, he was out. D. Brown, obviously, is at UIC. Roger Powell at Gonzaga. Um, all three of those guys were got a chance to meet up this weekend. I'm curious why Jarrence Howard isn't a head coach yet. Do you get do you get that in that rut where you're just this great recruiter and that's what people want you for? I mean, kind of. And you know, that's I couldn't speak to his you know coaching abilities like on the court in terms of development, but basically since he got into college coaching, like, he's just been known as like the recruiter he has like been on a lot of you know 40 under 40 you know lists for assistant coaches and they always mention you know terrific recruiter and you know he helped land a bunch of dudes at at kansas and that now uh he's gonna try and do the same at, at texas all right i'd i'd hire him how about that snacks that I mean, was for my a, era scott richie that was my era when they were winning all the time yeah all for right. a long time like, Illinois fans wanted him to be like the next coach, like head coach at Illinois. I don't, I don't know that that there's as much steam behind behind that idea anymore. But uh, I mean, he's still he's not an old guy yet. I mean, he's still time to be a head coach. Just hasn't happened. Hey, congratulations to Io uh, over the weekend, and the uh, News Gazette he was named. Athlete of the Year, the male athlete of the year by our very own Scott Ritchie, who did a heck of a job looking back at what a weird year it was for all the sports. But Io, uh, the first basketball player to be named, well, since Io, right? Since Io. <laughs> but uh, before Malcolm that, one. Malcolm Hill. All right. Before that, Luther Head. So yeah, there's, there's a gap there. No Darren Williams or D. Brown, surprisingly. Well, that was... Who was on the beat then? It was not me. You were in grade school. I was in high school. Luther Head, and here's how it worked. Why Luther Head was our 2005 Male Athlete of the Year, because we did seniors at that point. Oh. Yeah, I don't... It was a senior rule. We didn't allow those whippersnappers to even be part of the conversation. I mean, okay, I guess. I don't believe in that. Well, you didn't have a say, because, again, you were... I was in high school. Chasing snakes in the back of your barnyard. Uh, had snakes in the backyard, didn't have a barn. Anyway, congratulations to Io. Congratulations to Coach Underwood, our coach of the year. The repeat as well. Uh, well basically, like the Big Ten men's golf coach of the year, that, it's, mm-hmm. it's a Mike Small. We should essentially probably just call it the Mike Small coach of the year award. He's won it a lot. Great talk with Underwood you had. Tell me about that. Yeah, um, a part kind of just reflecting on the last season, part how do you not lose momentum from two really good seasons and sort of let you know this rebuild just plateau or you know, worst-case scenario, drop back to what it used to be. And then parts that didn't make our year in review but have 
graced the pages of the News Gazette, talked to him about, you know, uh, that third assistant coach that he hasn't hired yet and you know, about getting back on the road recruiting this past weekend and then also having, you know, visitors in Champaign. I mean, they went a year without being able to do that, more than a year, really, and just that he's exhilarated to sort of to kind of get back into the flow of things. And they have a bit, kind of a big-time official visitor starting today, uh, Cameron Corrin. He's a, for now, a three-star center in the class of 2022. Uh, but I would imagine when rankings are updated this summer that he will jump. Um, May and June have kind of been a big month, big couple months for him recruiting-wise. Uh, with new offers from Illinois, of course, but Texas Tech, Florida State, then the most recent two, Kansas and Texas. Um, but Illinois has a bit of a tie there. Um, Virginia Tech was his second overall offer, and it came from Chester Frazier. So you know, they uh, picked up his recruiting, his recruitment when Chester Frazier got the job at Illinois, and he's on campus, and We'll see what that means. Not a lot of official visits this month. I mean, that's going to be more, I think, in the fall. But uh, when you get a chance to get a guy, I think, that they're high on, you know, 6'9", 205 right now, but you know, can stretch the floor a little bit, uh, I think you you have to do it. Plenty of um, recruiting information coming forward. We'll, uh, while we're talking that, let's go, let's go back to Bloomington real quick, or Normal West, I should say. Uh, your top takeaway from a player personnel standpoint was what? Well, I think, I mean, it's maybe not the most notable offer in terms of, like, ranking, although not not, not too far off, but just that Illinois got in on the Braden Huff recruitment. Uh, Glenn Bard West, soon to be senior. I guess he's a senior now. I can call him a senior. Um, had multiple other Big Ten offers. Had a really good senior season, even in a, I mean, admittedly a, a weird, or junior season, admittedly in a, a weird year. Um, but just, Illinois hadn't really pursued that um, until now. You know, Jeff Alexander, I think, is, is leading the charge there. But, I mean, he's an in-state recruit on the rise. You know, kind of popped a little bit, you know, last summer, even though there wasn't, obviously, in-person recruitment. But, you know, picked up a, a good number of offers. And then, like, if you just look at his stats from this past season, like, they don't I mean, average 17.5 points, 6.5 rebounds, about three assists per game. But he only play, he played 22 minutes per game. Uh, so, like, if you kind of push that out to his would-be in high school per 32 numbers, like, they'd be really good. Um, Gets some size and stretch the floor. It's, you know, long long 6'9", 205-pound forward. So that one interested me, and uh, he played well from all I understand you know, this past weekend. All right, uh, Bradley Bourbon A-star making some headlines. Yeah, Owen Freeman, he visited Illinois You know that first week where things you know, got back open, where, where recruits could do that, and then has been on essentially like a Big Ten tour in the month of June, and you know he hit Ohio State, Purdue. Um, I think he, I'm not in the Big Ten, but uh, I believe he got to Marquette as well. So maybe the Midwest tour. Um, 
Wisconsin, Northwestern, and picked up offers from all of them. All right. Although, I, from what I heard, didn't have the like the most terrific weekend. He's been better when he's been with his Mid Pro Academy team, which includes uh, Ty Pence. Um, Try to get on that. Um, Ethan Kaiser out of Metamora, Brody Harding out of Moline. So um, maybe you know Bourbonnet doesn't have the team around him, but he, he's looked better when he's played. I mean, played at a higher level. One of the Big Twelve schools that uh, has been rising lately, Peoria and Notre Dame. Yeah, because um, they had the the Reynolds brothers that have kind of led their their charge over the last couple of years. Um, I believe. One of, they're losing one. One's graduating. I think one will be a senior, but they've got two will be, I guess, rising sophomores, um, both college basketball legacies. Cooper Koch, I probably mispronounced his name, but his dad, Jr. played at Iowa, and then uh, Marcel Somerville, who played at Bradley, his son, is also on that Notre Dame team. So that's uh, Illinois' Um, at least interested, has shown some interest in, in Cooper Koch, but uh, those guys just finished their freshman year, so they're kind of a, still a ways away. But there's there's potential there. For Team sure. to watch. Champaign Central needs a new coach. Former Illini Jeff Finke stepping down. No word on that. Got any inside I, dope I, for me, Richie? I don't. I have as much on that as I do on the... Do you have dope for me? Um, I, I don't, but... You know, just checking. Sunnyside is not that far from the office. If you're really interested, why don't people call it dope anymore? Because I don't think that's, that's not hip enough. There's right. there's new names, I'm, which I don't know either. I'm not I'm not hip. <laughs> I'm looking at it, Don. He's not helping me either. News over the weekend: Kofi Coburn not coming back to Illinois. Apparently, yeah, he told uh, WCAA that, uh, which that had been the report for several weeks and then the fact that again he sold two-thirds of the gear that he got over two years in champagne on the player's trunk would have made it i don't know difficult to come back i think there could have been some wrangling with the ncaa since you know the nil legislation is going to pass yeah or should at least in july july one becomes the new era of college athletics but i guess i'm not surprised He's not coming back. I mean, he's striking. Well, like I've said, sort of all along, he's striking while the iron is the hottest. And whether that means he gets drafted, uh, TBD. I think it's going to be. If he does, it'll be at the end of the second round. So these teams just take a flyer on a guy that doesn't necessarily fit the modern NBA as well. But you could, I don't know, throw him out there for ten minutes and see what you get. But um, he'll land somewhere. He'll get paid to play basketball somewhere. Good for Kofi. How about that? What's the deal on uh, Georgie? Speaking uh, of big guys who are no longer on campus. I mean, his future, I mean, he's going to go back to Europe and play. Um, he hasn't uh, hasn't signed anywhere for next season yet. But that that typically doesn't pick up until, I mean, it'll be soon. But, like, July is kind of a big month where guys kind of figure out where they're going next. When it comes to playing overseas, but I mean he's a he's an easy fit to go anywhere early in Europe. I mean he just, he speaks multiple languages. He obviously grew up there, so I mean you know going home will be uh, be easy for him. 
All right, the Illinois men's basketball team got an A. We graded every varsity sport at the University of Illinois, one of four A's handed out. Men's golf, of course, men's tennis, of course. Women's cross country getting an A. Singer Havenman's done a good job. Take with that, that. With that program. My the biggest takeaway of your Q and A with Brad Underwood was that he had a golf and a cart by himself. He said, I've never played more golf in the pandemic. But he had to go uh, go at it alone. Yeah. Um yeah, because I mean, I just asked him like, what he was looking forward to do the most, and you know, he said that he mentioned Harvest Market, which is across the street from our mm-hmm. office. But just the, he get, just to get back to doing normal things and seeing people, because he he was much. He said he was much like his team, where he was at Ubin or he was at home, and there was no no doing anything else, because you know, he didn't want to be the guy that you know got COVID and maybe <laughs> try, you know got the rest of the team. Sick. So, all right. Uh, one of our the uh, the more fun parts of this year in review every year is the headlines you'll see and headlines you won't see. Um, headlines you won't see next year. Juwan Howard and Wolverines clap as a line I raise banner. You probably won't see that. No. Um, I mean, I'm not sure like how deep the the hard feelings go, but. Uh... I think there's certainly lean more towards the Illinois side about mm-hmm. the whole Big Ten okay. regular season title thing. Uh, raise the Big Ten tournament championship banner, put Iowa and Kofi's jerseys mm-hmm. up at State Farm Center, and then maybe don't do anything else. Okay. Because, I mean, by the letter of the law, Illinois finished second in the Big Ten. And, I don't know, just like – Embrace that. Okay. Headlines you will read. Coach Calipari, I want the Illini golf team too. <laughs> I mean, that's he's poaching he took everything else. Poaching everything else. He's uh, a smart guy. Yeah, I, I know very little about the Kentucky golf program. <laughs> I uh, just I know that it's not as good as Illinois. Right. <laughs> They're like good in almost everything else, though. Kentucky. Yeah, they, they won that volleyball tournament for goodness' sake. Where'd that yeah. come from? Uh, they've been. Just tap back into my volleyball rider days. Uh, they've been sort of on the rise. Okay, the I didn't know that. They've been building. Okay, still, yes. I mean, still, I mean, the fact it wasn't a Big Ten or Pac-12 team was a shocker. Here's one that will that hit home headlines. You won't read. You probably won't read this in the News Gazette. Curbelo throws two-handed chess pass. <laughs> that seems to <laughs> to get fans riled. His creativity and spontaneity. And and sometimes the, the ball doesn't go where maybe he intended, or the angle and the window he thought he had wasn't quite big enough. But just go with the flow. He does he more good than than bad with the ball in his hands. And maybe because it would be so it'd be so outside the box for him, he will throw a two handed chest pass. Hmm. Interesting. He'll fake everyone out. You fake the one hand, no look behind the back, and then. Hit him with the two-hander. Headlines you will see next year. Richie misses prediction. That was a... That that just came off the top of my head. It wasn't in the paper. But your poor prediction record has got to be called out. (laughs) Uh, I feel like it's it's not that bad. (laughs) All right, back to ones that were actually in the paper. Fran Fran McCaffrey loses his beep. I mean, that's a... 
an everyday occurrence, probably. I mean, I'm not around Fran McCaffrey every day, but certainly during games, he can find himself to be you know, a bit worked up. Um, but that's what has made, partially made this Illinois-Iowa rivalry over the last couple of years so good. I just hope it, it doesn't diminish with you know the players that have gone on you know to other places and then honestly on the Illinois side the coaches because uh, that showdown in Iowa City like Jamal Walker and Chin Coleman were the ones that were probably the angriest second to to Fran McCaffrey and they're no longer here. I have a question about uh, Iowa. How many of his sons are going to be on the team come the fall? Um, he's got two. Connor's con- Connor will be back, and then Patrick is on the team as well. And then, then there's a third, I think, a high school junior or senior. So eventually, like every McCaffrey will have played for Fran as long as, it is, as long as he's at Iowa. Headlines you won't see next year. You won't read this in the News Gazette, we said. Best-selling Illini jersey, number 44. Who wore that? I, I don't remember. And besides, I mean, I guess that's well, Adams have, Miller's jersey. All right, things have changed. Though. I guess you can maybe sell jerseys with names on them now, <laughs> as long as the player gets that money. Maybe I don't know. It's still a all right. Anyway, work in progress on the if, NCAA. If you have like a day, <laughs> read what Richie wrote in Sunday's News Gazette, six pages long of the year in review. Um, I've learned a lot actually. I have not been paying close enough attention to Illinois sports because half the people you wrote about I've never heard of. My bad. Well, now you have. Yeah, now I have. I feel much more educated. Female athlete of the year was Olivia Howell. Runaway. Uh, see what I did there? She's a track star. Okay. Uh, winner. Uh, won two big ten titles, one indoor, one outdoor. Was an All-American. Easy pick. Here's what has to change in my mind. We've been naming Athletes of the Year since 2003, right? Not once has a women's basketball player been our Athlete of the Year. Come on. What the heck's going on? Well, there just haven't been that many successful seasons um, since 2003, and certainly uh, none recently. And that, I mean, I also have to take into account that there are some women's programs at Illinois that have been pretty top-notch between volleyball um, soccer, some track athletes as well. Um, Josh Whitman actually uh, addressed the women's basketball program during his media roundtable last week. He was questioned on it by um, one of the reporters there, and he admitted that things had not gone well, but that Illinois women's basketball hasn't maybe been competitive for a long time, and he's going to give Nancy Fay, I think this is direct quote, a long runway to turn the program around, I guess. Um, through four seasons, I believe. Yeah, she was hired the same time as Underwood. Uh, certainly hasn't happened. Uh, first year, no Big Ten wins. The next three, two Big Ten wins apiece. So... Not sure how long the runway will be, but at some point, like there has to like be some measure of success. All right, Josh Whitman sat down with the boy, a gaggle of reporters, we'll call it twenty or so. Right, last week his annual state of the state address. Give me the men's basketball talking points. 
quickly. I mean, the two, and I guess I was the two big ones that are sort of connected was just you know how a successful season like last year led to some changes where you know all three assistant coaches left, and again for logical destinations. Um, and then the fact that there hasn't been a, a third hire yet, and you know, Whitman, through us, I guess, told the nervous fans to relax. Not that they will, but um, that it was a timing issue more than anything. Just so the way he talked about it, the way Brad Under was talked about it, is like they have a guy, but can't name like officially hire him yet, which. I don't know what timing issue it could be unless he is he or I mean or or she I guess you can't discount that um is still coaching uh, but again why an NBA assistant would leave the NBA it's kind of questionable um one new name that's sort of the fans have really jumped onto is Tim Anderson he was at DePaul under Dave Latow, connected up, I mean, just super connected in Chicago and, you know, coached in the public league before he got into college coaching. And if he, I mean, if he is the guy, I'm not saying he is, just the name that has popped up a little bit. Don't know why there would be a timing issue because after Dave Latow was fired, um, he was the interim coach before DePaul hired Tony Stubblefield. The intention was Stubblefield was going to retain him. But then, like, April 20th, news broke that, that Tim Anderson was going to leave DePaul. So that was a month ago, or two months ago. So I, I eventually Brad Underwood and will hire a third assistant, and it'll be done, and then we can stop talking about it. Groovy. Anything else come out of that uh, Q&A with the AD? Well, before all the assistant coaching changes happened, you know, Brad Underwood was going to get a contract extension again because he got one last March. And then part of last year's extension was for NCAA tournaments made between 2022 and I think 2026 – his contract essentially be automatically extended, like all the way th- to potentially all the way through like twenty thirty six, uh, which is a long ways down the road. So I'm not sure, like if I mean this past year making the tournament wouldn't have done that, but he's going to get an extension anyway because they're the number two team in the country, number one seed, and it's kind of just what you do. All right, draft lottery tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Love that. When's it going to be a? When's it going to involve an Illini? There's my question to you. When will Illini fans be nervous or be interested in the draft lottery? Give me a player. Is he an eighth grader right now? Are we that far away? Is there some superstar that's considering the orange and blue? Well, I mean there there is a, a superstar that's considering Illinois. Whether he winds up in Champaign or, to be honest, at any college. It's kind of TBD, but you know, JJ Taylor out of Kenwood is legit. Um, Cause he, I think was the only 2023 recruit 
that played in the top 30 game at the Pangos All-American camp. Um, he's basically Kevin Durant. Like, that's, like, the main comp for him right now. And super athletic, long, 6'8", maybe getting taller, can stretch the floor. Um, will be a lottery pick uh, in 20... Oh, to be 2024, I think he's draft eligible. But there's no guarantee that he's going to go to college. All right. Kenwood, huh? Kenwood's... Is there, is there any allegiance to the line eye from Kenwood? I mean, just only in the fact that Kenwood's coach is Mike Irvin of the Irvin family, brother of Nick Irvin, who... Went from Morgan Park to Western Illinois. The same Mike Urban that runs Mac Urban Fire. So yeah, I mean, there's a connection. But right. again, no guarantee that. I mean, there's never guarantees, hardly in, in recruiting. But Kenwood is loaded because they got JJ Taylor, Darren Ames, Davius Lurie in the 2023 class, and then Trey Pettigrew's coming back from Arizona, uh, former Fenwick star, and he's going to play for Kenwood too. So they. We'll probably never lose a game next year, would be my guess. Well, that's great news for us here at uh, the News Gazette because we get to introduce the state finals back in town next March. Maybe Kenwood will be uh, giving us things to write about. I would imagine so. I mean, obviously they everybody can be upset, but there's, I think, very few teams that can match them talent-wise. All right, Scott Ritchie, every morning, 6 a.m., com. Good morning, Illini Nation. Anything, any data you want to sneak in before I let you go for the day? I know that's your thing. It's your groove. It's your, it's what makes your, what gives you purpose in life. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's there's no new data now. I mean, there's no games happening. There's no trends to, to discuss. So I'm going to save up just all my... Wanting to talk about advanced stats for when the season starts again, and then every Monday, uh, mm. you're just going to have to sit there and listen to it. I'm already excited. I really am, Scott Reggie. All right, hey, follow along. What's the next big recruiting shindig? Maybe this weekend is there one? They have that... one more weekend on the road. Okay, um, and then there's three evaluation periods in July, and then that's that's it for the. I mean, obviously, then Peach Jam is the big event in July, and it's a, a different kind of Peach Jam because, like, t- in a typical year, the UIBL has events in April and May, and that's sort of like the regular season, quote unquote. And then Peach Jam is the championship. Now they're gonna just a kind of an extended Peach Jam where everybody goes, and they'll still kind of you know they'll crown a champion, but it's a condensed uh, UIBL season. All right, at least they're doing it. As Ed Bond says, things opening up, basketball looking like basketball again. Who you got in the finals, uh, NBA winning? Who's your team? I forget because you've been wrong all, all playoffs. I'll give you a chance to. I mean, I don't like have a team per se, but right. I mean, I guess the Suns are exciting. Yeah, Suns, Hawks, I'd like to see in the finals, all right? Yeah, I mean, the Bucks. No, don't do anything for me. I like Sorry. Giannis, but it just – yeah. I'm anti Clippers, so let's let's hope for the best. Suns Hawks. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> the NBA can't be thrilled by any of their potential finals matchups, <laughs> but uh, at least we'll get some interesting basketball. 
All right, Scott Ritchie, we'll uh, talk to you next Monday.